0: Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Solutions Brewing Podcast. We are fresh off of a event from this weekend, which was the Edmonton Beer Fest. Uh, So we're just going to talk about that a little bit today, how it went, what we thought about it, and kind of how it's different than the Calgary uh, Beer Fest. And uh, yeah, Uh, so today it's myself, Rob, and Steven. Hello, everyone. We are Brendanless today. That guy decided to run away to Fairmont Hot Springs. and Yeah, uh, to take a bloody vacation. Yeah, screw The that. hell with that
1: guy. Screw that guy. <laughs> take some rest and relaxation with his family. Yeah, yeah. dead to That's us. That's stupid. Until next yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Buddy.
0: Sorry, go ahead, Steve.
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like we just uh, got back from the show. Uh, it's been a couple days or whatever, but... Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting show because we uh, well it's it's always the more interesting one to travel, <laughs> so yeah. like making arrangements on Friday and heading up and doing all that kind of stuff, and then on Sunday, uh, like thankfully like we stayed the night in uh, in Edmonton, so we don't uh, have to drive back that night. But the Sunday is always just tired and a wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um
0: we're fortunate enough to actually have family and friends in Edmonton. So, um, save ourselves a little hotel space there, Mm -hmm. uh, which is nice. And, uh, and for me, it's family. So it's, it's, it's good reason to also, you know, do participate in the beer fest and also to visit family uh, that I don't get to see that often.
1: And for me and Brendan, who also knows Rob, but it's, uh, It's our friend Barry, who, uh, being a silly, silly boy, moved to Edmonton for opportunity and stuff. And as such, uh, we have to go up and see him every once in a while to make sure that he's still alive. Yeah. That's important. (laughs) It is important. Uh, But uh, yeah, no, he graciously let us uh, stay at his place. Um, (laughs) Brennan took the bed, I took the air mattress in the basement and I was woken up each night by a cat at some point in time because I, va- I remember vaguely at one point, like, I think it was a Friday night, I remember, like, something tickling in my nose, and so I wake up and nothing's there. And then on the Saturday night, I think I got pawed at one point, like, right on the face and just kind of like, hur, hur, and then just went right back to sleep, so. You mean
0: cat <laughs> or murder bot?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Barry does do a little programming, so... It's hard to say <laughs> so uh, yeah let's start with uh, kind of the load in um, so <laughs> so on Friday so I go to Brent like we went earlier to Rob's house and picked up the uh, fridge and all that kind of stuff and all the promotional material to load up on Friday because we were heading up uh, first and uh, we came into this most brilliant idea for transporting the fridge and it was putting the fridge on its back <laughs> and so the reason why is that uh, before when we were transporting uh, we were transporting in such that we were using the fridge right away so in our mind it's like keep it upright because <clears throat> if you put a fridge on its back then it uh, like all the all the uh, refrigeration fluids inside need to basically settle back down or else the system is not going to work right away you got to let it settle and um, but we went up early enough that uh, we basically were like, oh, we got hours for this thing the drain. We'll just put it... We'll just, like, lie it down. And holy crap, did that make the travel so much better? Uh. There wasn't, basically, a giant wind sail on the back of our vehicle. <laughs> or uh, or the straps that were just, like, vibrating in the wind or anything like that. So uh, <clears throat> if we can wrangle it, if we can set up early... We are definitely laying down the fridge in the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was a little easier on the tarp too, because uh, the last couple times when we were standing it upright and trying to tarp it, the wind was just ripping apart those tarps. Like we oh we yeah, two like tarps I, it,
1: already. Yeah, two tarps, and uh, I remember the first time you and I took it up to Edmonton, we put it in the plastic wrap, and that plastic wrap <laughs> lasted like until maybe Olds, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, it didn't make it very like far. To, and we had to take it like, it didn't make it very far. far.
0: Well, actually, that was the first time we took it to Edmonton, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then on the way back, we were a little bit smarter where we put the seams and taping the seams, but it's still, the, the plastic didn't last. So, uh, in yeah, in the future, if possible, we will transport it on its back. And then there's a whole bunch of people listening to this being like, God, you guys are idiots. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, it it uh like going like going up was fine um roads, roads were pretty clear and all that uh it was unfortunate for me because i didn't take the day off from work and i had something blow up for me at work while i was on the road and so i'm just like constantly getting calls from uh my boss's boss being like have you taken have you called this person yet have you taken care of this yet And i'm like i am like half like i like i'm an hour from being able to open my laptop and have like a, a decent tethered connection like just, just, give me some time. So uh, that was a that was a little uh, unfortunate because again it was supposed to be a quiet Friday, but uh, eh, we still got up there at all the time and got set up fine, and, uh, and that was all good. We actually load in was actually really easy this year because uh, basically we just had like a couple boxes of the fridge, tossed them in there, and then we went off and met up with Barry for lunch. It was uh, super easy, that's
0: right, yeah, because we uh, we ordered through Sobies, which is the one of the event sponsors, so they delivered the beer for us, so we didn't have to carry all the extra beer. It was just, it would have been promotional materials and the fridge for us. So.
1: But we did have to carry the beer. So, um, yeah. our location in Edmonton this year was basically as far as possible, like literally there's only like four or five booths farther from the refrigeration truck than us, uh, and so we uh we get there we see the beer in the booth we're like okay and uh and again like we're in the kitty corner from uh from the entrance as well which also wasn't good we'll talk a, bit, a little bit more about that later uh but we're like okay where's the reefer truck and so we asked like one of someone was like hey like we're you know, like do you know where the refrigeration truck is and so I'm like oh it's over that way it's like okay so walk through the second hall into the first hall and it's like ask someone else like oh like where, where's the where's the thing it's like oh it's that corner and it's the, literally the other side of the hall. So we go all the way there and see a couple signs. Let's go, okay. So we're following it, following it. And then we still have to walk like another like three, four hundred meters. Like it was a ways until we get to the side where the truck was. So <laughs> uh, it, it was a good thing we didn't have to get a lot of uh, beer for the show because the sheer distance that it was away from us was as maximum. Mm. It was maximum.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which kind of brings the next point. Uh, We've been pretty lucky on the beer fest in getting decent booth locations. Uh, Now for anyone wondering, uh, we do not get to choose what location we get. It is 100% assigned. Um, Mm. So it's kind of luck of the draw. Uh, We lost the draw this time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We were literally the farthest away from the entrance. So there was only one entrance here. You would come in, you buy your tickets, and then we are in the absolute farthest corner from there. And uh there's not a lot lot of not a lot of people that came through that corner.
1: Yeah, like the 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 only places farther than us was Annex Ale, Grain Bin Brewing, Analog Brewing, and the new uh what were they called? Hard Tea or Hard Yeah, Hard Tea. Yeah. Yeah, hard T beside us. And that was it. Like, we were literally as far as possible from the entrance.
0: Yeah, but there was nothing we could do about that. I mean, and and really, actually, I should say, we were really all in that same corner together, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, like, I'll I'll get to this later when uh, we get some feedback from our, uh, like, feedback we heard from some people. But, uh, yeah, like, basically, we were as as far as possible. And... um, like when a, beer, a bird of beer festivals like they try and do the thing uh like you can order extra space or extra booths and all that kind of stuff and they'll try to accommodate uh, all that kind of sizing kind of stuff so it it's really tough it must be like super super tough to pick what goes where oh, and there's probably
0: yeah i, I yeah. don't blame it it's totally it's totally a tetris game for them
1: yeah, and then there's and there's probably like the bigger like old brands like Pilsners always there, Urquell uh, Pilsner and um, some of, some of the bigger ones like they get preferential treatment, but again they're pretty big, so so that's fine. But yeah, us, us small little brewers and all that kind of stuff, we just get put where we're put where we're put, and sometimes it's it's uh, <laughs> the the, the no man's land.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, uh, and to compare how much the location makes a difference, I mean, compared to Calgary, we sold or we sampled half as many beers as we did from Calgary. Yeah, so, in
1: Edmonton. Yeah. Actually, almost a little, yeah, like especially with some of the trading we did. Uh, and we left some samples with, uh, like, friends that, or people who had been by our booth, and they were on tap systems, so we didn't get, a, like, a an quote-unquote equivalent trade. But, yeah, like... <laughs> At the end of the night, taking the uh, or on the end of the Saturday night, uh, taking the trolley all the way back was uh, was pretty good. So, so that was us setting up sort of thing. Uh, Rob, how was your drive up? Pretty good.
0: Yeah, the drive was fine. No problems. Um, uh, well, as I mentioned from last week, I was in the hospital, so um, I also still had the day off. I'd scheduled the day off, mm-hmm. and then my sis- sister decided slash told me that she was coming <laughs> and uh, but she had to work till about 2.30 mm. so uh, I kind of work, worked out because uh, obviously you already made arrangements for you and Brendan to take the take all the stuff up and get set up so I just mm-hmm. I waited, I kind of just relaxed uh, in the Friday morning and just waited for my sister to come get me and then we, we drove up and it was a pretty simple drive. Uh, we got to the show, what was it, like 6.30, I think, by the time we mm-hmm. got to the booth or something like that. And the show started yeah. at 5, so it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a nice drive, actually. It was sunny, smooth. Uh, there was an abnormal amount of traffic, though. I was, I was quite surprised right by that. At that it was, time? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah it, was like, it was like rush hour traffic, driving from Calgary all, all the way to oh, I don't know, about car stairs or something like that. It was, like, it was insane. It was, like, a, such an insane number of vehicles on the highway. It did, didn't make any sense. It's bizarre. Like, that is weird. Yeah, like, it's not a long weekend. Like, so normally you expect something like that on a long weekend, but not on a yeah. regular Friday. It's bizarre.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, so... uh so, th- this show was uh, a little bit special because on the Friday, we had, uh, again, uh, Rob's sister, uh, who was our best saleswoman that we've ever had. Because she was like <laughs> a pit bull. She'd go find someone and be like, you should have my brother's beer. And uh, while we were serving both on the Friday and Saturday nights, uh, they'd be like, who's Rob? And, it would be, and me and Brennan would be just like point to Rob and he's like your sister sent us yeah that's <laughs> yeah, <was> pretty funny <laughs> and, and she was like she was very very good like she was like like finding people and telling them to come over and all that kind of stuff and uh, the first and second nights like we had people just hanging outside of the booth a little bit so for like for talking and all that but also to direct people right to us so like we got a couple a couple compliments the first night that our uh, our sales tactics were the best of the of the corner sort of thing, because we just had people like be drawn towards us like our classic uh, tactics of looking at someone, pointing at them, and beckoning them over. Uh, but uh, it was so much so that the analog brewing people, uh, <laughs> one of them started taking up his sign and uh, holding it up in front and then trying to entice people over to them.
0: Yeah i mean we've learned that we learned that lesson pretty quick that um unless you somehow grab people's attention they'll just keep they'll just walk by
1: yeah yeah no they uh like they're very single-minded and they're and they're just kind of like browsing back and forth but if you can grab their attention and bring them over uh it works really really well but uh yeah the friday night was very it was quiet like, we had some really good, I would say, conversations with people. Like, and I, <clears throat> with the relaxation of pandemic protocol and all that kind of stuff. Like, people can hang around the booth now and just chat sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, like, the, there's less people and just more conversations sort of thing. Right. Which was good. Like, I would have liked to have some more people, but, you know, if... We, we were at least talking to people, which is good. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was comparable to Calgary. I
0: think Calgary we saw on the on the first night was like five cases. And in Edmonton, and we, did about in Edmonton we did four. Uh,
1: yeah, we, we did pick up right at the end. So it's like, yeah, three and a half to four that we did. And then, but, uh, but the
0: Saturday was not
1: even close. Yeah. So like the the Saturday afternoon session was particularly slow. And, uh, at that point I had had my uh, sister-in-law, Krista, she had come over to, uh, to help us. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it was just like, we, we were like resorting to just yelling at people cause like they were very focused on something and we like, Hey, you, you there, get over here. Yeah. You, you don't have a beer. Come over here. Try our beer. Yeah. So like it, uh, and, and that's the thing, it was quiet enough that we could like yell and like get someone's attention instead of like you know it's bustling and rushing and all that kind of stuff. But then it was really, really good because in the booth, like having more than three people there is kinda of crowded, so you have two people outside of the booth like basically drawing people in.
0: Yeah, I thought that uh, worked pretty good, especially since uh we weren't getting a lot of traffic in our area and uh so it was I don't know, you have to try and maximize what you can get with the situation mm-hmm. that you're in, right? I thought that worked pretty well. Um, I know my sister; she tried experimenting with going farther down and trying to direct people towards us. And uh, Mm -hmm. people get distracted on the way. It's just like there's a certain range where it's where it's effective, and after that, it's just it's too far.
1: Yeah, get distracted along the way. Oh, this one.
0: Try this one, and then yeah, then they wander off somewhere else. But yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I still remember. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was in the afternoon session that uh, you, you you were in front and you were trying to draw someone in. So we're like, uh, uh and, then you were, and then you actually got on the ground and it like, like the sexy, uh, like yeah, Burt I, I Reynolds did the, posing uh, on the carpet. Paint yeah. me like
0: your French model
1: <laughs> pose. Yeah, and I am so sad. It's it didn't it work. It
0: Still didn't work. Yeah,
1: it didn't work. Like you. <laughs> You pulled out all the stops to bring that... I think it was that lady over. And, no, no, I'm not going to do it. And we're like, ah, come on. It was a group of them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, though, we actually did get uh, a great present from uh, uh, Krista brought with her when she sh- showed up for the session. And so, uh, Josh, if you're listening, or if Krista, go find Josh and make sure that he's listening... Thank you so, so very much for your uh, your hard work and your uh, use of your talents to create our mascot.
0: Yeah, that thing is awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, that thing is legitimately cool. So uh, for context, uh, for our other listeners, uh, Krista's boyfriend, Josh, uh, is a welder and like basically jack of all trades of everything. So what he did... Was he made our little stick figure construction stick figure guy out of rebar and a trailer of uh, the ball hitch on a, of a trailer, so and painted too. So she showed up with this, and we're just like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, oh my god! I
0: can't remember what he used for the uh, the hard hat, but he put a little hard hat on it too.
1: I, it might have been another part of the hitch or something like oh, that. I I maybe. don't know. Or he or maybe he had a piece of scrap metal that he like made into that shape. Who knows? I can't remember. Again. It's in
0: Brennan's garage right now, but Yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah, it was it was wicked.
1: Yeah, it was wicked and we kept on showing it off to people. Like so we put it on top of our fridge so like it was very clearly visible. But then when people were like, Oh who are you guys? And, like we go grab it and be like, We're Solutions Brewing and this is our mascot that we haven't named him yet. Uh we should that should maybe be a debate. Maybe one of the podcast we should bring a name forward. Mm. Uh to decide who, what the mascot should be, because uh, like I won't say it on this one, uh, but yeah, Josh had a name and Brendan had the same name. Oh really? Because it was a because it was a Monty Python reference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Was it> Tim. <laughs> Tim? Yeah. No, and that's what it was. Yeah. It was it was that. So and I wouldn't be surprised if that turns out to be Tim. Tim? It's, sorry. You got to yeah. have the upward. There are inflection. those who call him Tim. Him him <laughs> uh but yeah like so the like the Saturday afternoon session was like dead like we barely did like three cases I, I, I actually I don't think we even did a full three cases of the beers
0: what
1: Saturday oh uh, sorry the Saturday afternoon session before we went for lunch oh, or for supper.
0: yeah that was yeah and even the one after that I mean the whole day between the two we only did seven cases between the two
1: yeah wasn't. But there was a little a little bit of silver lining, is that it allowed each of us, at one point in time, to go and wander for the first time in, like, any of the beer fests. Yeah. And, like, proper wander. That,
0: that's how we know that it was busy everywhere else, except for that
1: corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so first it was, uh, I think it was Brendan, and then it was you, or actually or it might have been, yeah, no it was, yeah, it was Brendan, you, and then me, uh... But, like, we actually got to go out and go sample and have, uh, sample some things. Like, I went with Krista and we uh, tried a bunch of cideries and uh, there was actually this really great cocktail place. They did, like, a, it wasn't like a margarita cocktail, but it, it was really good. I, I, I can't remember what it was. But, uh, yeah, so we, we managed to go out and talk and uh, I know if Brendan was here, he would say, like, he was talking with a lot of the breweries, just, like, shooting the shit and all that kind of stuff because they were as not busy as us in that corner. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah it's all good.
0: <laughs> uh, we did also end up with some contacts for a few more wine, liquor stores. So um, mm-hmm. in conversation with them to hopefully get into their stores as well.
1: Yeah. And, uh, oh, I want to I bring up that one person who, uh, who came by to us, and it was the hop oil lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the card here handy. Uh... Yeah. So, so this was really interesting because we've talked about this in the podcast prior about uh, using like hop oils instead of like you know the hop pellets and all this kind of stuff. And what she was doing, or she was from a company that it was a different process because usually like the hop oils use use like CO two and pressure to squeeze out the oils and get it all that kind of stuff. And this stuff was um, they kind of like. It, it was kind of dissolved into the hops, and then they drew it out and drew it to the oil, so it was, it was water-soluble, but it was specifically for dry-hopping.
0: Yeah, and, uh, I, sorry, I have the card here. Sorry, yeah, go for it. So it's, uh, her name was Bridget Larson from Glacier Hops Ranch, and um, they have a... Oops, dropped the card. They have a, <laughs> uh, a method... <clears throat> Uh, they, they call it the original pure steam distilled fresh hop oil. So they steam distill these hops to get an oil, and um, they basically, as you're mentioning, Steve, they uh, recommend using them as a dry hop uh, item, and not as using mm-hmm. it for, and not using it in the boil or any other, any place else. But yeah, it's recommended dry hop
1: yeah and that's like super interesting because they had a like a replacement schedule in the back or something like that and it was like for replacing a pound of dry hot material that you would normally put in uh it's like 10 milliliters of this stuff will do the equivalent work of a pound of like pellets and uh so that is very interesting for two reasons one super efficient way to do it and just like pour in the stuff give it a stir and you're good to go and two you don't have to basically like lose volume to pellets because when you put in uh the the freeze-dried pellets into a into a uh, a boil or into a into a uh, secondary fermentation it absorbs absorbs liquid and in the boil that comes out as trub which you have to like basically filter out and make sure you you know don't get it into your uh primary but in secondary if you don't filter it out it's just going to end up in your keg and there's a very high chance that you may plug your keg or if you do a big draw off your draft you'll have hops floating around in it which isn't isn't desirable yeah I think
0: one of the biggest ones is
1: yeah absolutely you got um,
0: the material will absorb liquid and also you're leaving you have the potential of leaving behind material. Mm -hmm. Uh, which can leave flavors too, right? So you can get more vegetal, tomato planty kind of flavors come through if you, with that. But whereas this way, if you're just putting in oil, you're squirting, you really, you know, you dump that oil in and then you're you're good to go. You don't have to worry about anything else. So
1: Mm. that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. So like, especially, you know, the, the old chemistry part of me was like, "Ooh, that's super interesting and all that." So I remember looking at like the pamphlet for a little while, and <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised once we have the production facility up and running that uh, you get that because it's again like tiny packets, tiny little packets for uh, for doing stuff. So it's like that's could be super useful. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, definitely be getting in touch in touch there to get some see if we can get some samples and play around with some homebrews at least to uh mm-hmm. well since we're contractors everybody uh we don't have our own system so our way of experimentation is through home brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if we can yeah. get some homebrew samples and uh
1: and uh yeah try it try it out see how it comes out mm-hmm. yeah so yeah and like that was basically it like you know we had some like with the the session like we had some real friendly times with the uh the other brewers like i remember on like friday night we just like drank and sat the shit after the if like any open cans we had we were uh we were just sampling between everyone at the end between us scream bin uh sawback and uh, analog and then uh and then on well <laughs> and then it was funny on uh on the saturday like we kind of waited a little bit to like the big rush to get over whoever wanted to get out. Uh, <laughs> and then we we had a tailgate party. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we kind of loaded up the truck, had everything in there. We had our traded beers and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, we just went to uh, parked where everyone else was kind of parked close to and just sat and had a had a beer after the show, which was which was very nice. It was a nice night and it was nice just to shoot the shit after the show.
0: So we have um, we have a thing that we like to do. For some reason, we don't. I don't typically see other breweries come over and ask us for trades. We usually go around and trade with others. Um, Yeah, because we've already bought all the samples, and they're really you can't sell them after that, right? Once you get something for samples, they're basically written off as samples. So we trade them and uh, mm-hmm. because we didn't sell very or sample very many beers this time uh we had lots to trade
1: <laughs> and uh yeah uh chris was really good at trading like she would just go and come back with like an equivalent actually no greater than what she left with because she come back with like tall cans and all that kind yeah, of stuff my like sister it was
0: had the same thing she's like people are actually very generous in the trades they're A lot of them are excited, but some of them are like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, "Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you're going to get a a mix, a mix of whatever, what people are into, but, um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So speaking of which, Steve, uh, we should, uh, well, Brennan is away. We should just say we divvy him up and then just not leave him any.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, he he would be stupid. Oh, we we totally should. Uh, <laughs> he would be so irate. It would be amazing. We'll leave him. We'll, okay, but we'll
0: leave him two beers.
1: <laughs> Actually, no, I'll I'll leave him because uh, uh, again, my sister-in-law traded for him. There's a bunch of those like vodka, like low sugar, low uh, low carb drinks. Oh, yeah, we'll leave him we a bunch we'll, of those. We'll save
0: you the seltzers, there, Brendan.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Vizzy seltzers. <laughs> we'll leave you those. But uh, yeah, like we had a a, a very decent like stack of uh of beers and that and then like again it was just nice to shoot the beers uh up until security came <laughs> yeah yeah
0: what are you drinking uh juice <laughs> Bar- and, and barley then he was like, juice. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah barley juice is what he said <laughs> and, and like security was they, they were fine they were just like yeah like get out of here sort of thing just finish your beer and go sort of thing yeah. but uh yeah, it was <laughs> that was funny. But uh, so, Rob, what'd you, what would you th- say overall about the uh, the Edmonton show this year?
0: Uh, I thought it was okay. Like I said, it was a good show. Um, it would have been nice if we had a you know a more amicable uh, booth location, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, I still think it was successful. We still got to meet and chat with a lot of people. Um we made some more contacts and um yeah, I mean really we made uh I think we made the best of what the situation is and uh worst case, uh we have uh some beers that we get to try out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, no, it was uh yeah, I would I would say like definitely the it was not as as uh, busy or as intense as the Calgary show, but like you know, I, I still had fun, and I did. I did appreciate being able to walk around and just like see everyone else and see what's going on and catch a like at the time. There's catch a little bit of the Oilers game because uh, they uh, they're getting ready to lose. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's no spoiler. It's already happened. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> They've Already been swept. Whoops. Yeah, the Oilers ran out of gas. Oh no, it's uh, terrible.
0: You know, it wouldn't have mattered even if. Calgary won that series, they don't think they would have beat Colorado either. So,
1: you know, no, Col- Col- Colorado was the the team to beat in the West. And at this point, like, I, I honestly think that they might uh, win the Stanley Cup. It's going to be them and Tampa. And I don't think Tampa is going to have, uh, is going to be able to stop Colorado.
0: Colorado's 12 and two right now in the playoffs. It's yeah,
1: it's disgusting. They literally only <laughs> lost two
0: games out of 14 played. It's,
1: Insane. Yeah, and I think that was from their first series, too. No, because it was. No. Oh, no, it was, yeah, the second series. No, they swept the first
0: one and they went yeah. to six with St. Louis.
1: That two sweeps, which is in, like crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so strong. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it uh, it was a good show. And then, yeah, just like on that. Oh, frick. On that uh, Sunday because again we like we stayed up a little bit late sort of thing but getting uh getting up on the sunday and we wanted to get back early so getting up on the road and on the road and all kind of stuff and just like voices shot
0: so tired
1: and just like uh. so like me and brendan like we made good time back and it was it wasn't too bad but it's just like there's just periods where like both of us are just like uh oh, are we there yet yeah I, actually that's a good point
0: there's always good energy on these and you can kind of like that will carry you through the whole weekend mm-hmm. like the friday saturday you're just like because you're busy it's exciting stuff's happening so it's like you don't really realize how draining it is until sunday and then you're like and you're just driving back. You're like trying to stay awake driving. <laughs> 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 Luckily for me, my sister drove. So <laughs> I, yeah, that's pretty. I, good. I got to kind of doze off a little bit, but um, yeah, it was, it was. They're tiring weekends. Like you don't think it's a lot of work talking to people and just serving beers, but it, um, it uh, yeah, it can, it can take it out of you for sure.
1: Yeah. So like. Like, I remember getting, like, going to Brendan's unloading, and then getting back myself. And I got back about, like, 1.30ish or something like that to my house. And, like, my wife looks at me and just, like, you're dead. and like, <laughs> So, like, I was, I played a little bit for, with my son, and then he was going to have a nap. So then I went and had a nap, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a real rough, uh. A rough Sunday, but by Monday, it was back to back to, being able working and all that again, so that was good.
0: Well, Steve, uh, I have a problem. My beer is empty.
1: Not well, mine's about empty, too, so... I think it's a good time. Oh, time to wrap up this, yeah. uh, this podcast. I was about
0: to say, so... I did the intro, you get to do the outro, bro. How oh, can they contact righty. us if people want to let us know what they thought about Beer Fest, and uh, if they want to... Uh, send us any like podcast ideas or whatever.
1: Yeah, please send us podcast ideas. We're uh, we've got a list, and the list keeps on getting not replenished. So we definitely need <laughs> ideas. Anything you want us to talk about, Jen, if you're listening, Dave, if you're listening, Barry and Katie, send us ideas. Mm-hmm. So. They can contact us at uh, problems at solutionsbrewing.com, or they can go to our website, solutionsbrewing.com, and fill out the form to send us a a link and see us on Facebook and Instagram at Solutions Brewing Co. And because someone, oh, this is a good story, because someone uh, who was an Oilers fan and I was uh, beaking back and forth with them a little bit, uh, They basically said, oh, this better be the best beer. I'm going to leave a bad Twitter review. Twitter gets mentioned again. Six more weeks of Twitter mentions, uh, which is Solution, Solutions Brew One. Brew I? I? Brew I One. You can see us on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, But uh, with that, that's uh, basically the podcast. Uh, Beer Fest was good. We're gonna be well. We'll be back there next year, and until then, uh, send us your ideas and comments, and we'll talk to you next time. Yep.
0: And until then, we're gonna drink all of Brandon's beer. Yeah. Screw you, (laughs) Brandon. Shouldn't have given us that garage code. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I hope he listens to this on like Thursday and he's like, ah, shit. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Take care, everyone. Bye. -bye. Rob, cue the music.